Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to The Prayer Helper. I am your podcast host here, Pastor Selena Owens, and I welcome you to this very safe space. Today is Thursday, January 23rd, 2020, and we're going to pick up right kind of where we left off yesterday, talking about being yourself. So yesterday, the Lord reminded us to not shrink back from who we are, from being ourselves, um, especially when we get to the table, when we cross the threshold. It was really a reminder to just bring it, to just be who you are, to be who he has made you and gifted you to be at your core. I remember sharing with you that uh, the Lord once told me, don't put on any airs, but don't take off any either. And so that's something that I try to live by, coupling that with Matthew five sixteen, just letting my light shine. But there are people who, because of their own upbringing or fears or insecurities, they can't handle the gifts and the quote-unquote heirs, so to speak, that God has given us. They can't handle our own style, our own personality, that we have our own feelings and opinions and goals and godly character. And so they, either overtly or subtly, want us to be someone or something that we're not. They want us to do things and wear things and walk a certain way, live in a certain area, whatever, what have you. They want us to do these things that don't really foster or showcase the real us. And their requests aren't always direct, but if you'll listen and if you'll be attuned to the Holy Spirit, if you'll watch them carefully, you'll see how their conversations and their interactions um, become suggestive hints. They might be, but they communicate loudly one clear message. And that message is, you're not who I want you to be. I want you to be somebody different. And so I want you to take note. There's a difference between someone getting you to think critically and for some and someone being critical of you. Now I'm not talking about, you know, friendly advice that says, you know, you should really stop cussing. You should lose some weight. Whatever. You know, when said in a in a respectful and loving manner. Um a colleague might say, dude, why are you always late? Like, you need to get it together. Right? So those things are helpful to us, but it's the constant suggestions, constant tweaking, constant criticisms that I want you to become more aware of. Why don't you wear your hair like this? Why don't you wear your, why don't you wear this cologne? Why you always wear this like this? Why you always do this? Why you always park over here? Why you always do that? Why can't you ever? How come? It's the constant questions. The constancy that I want you to be mindful of. Because these continual questions do one thing. They make us question ourselves. And if we can question ourselves, we can begin to doubt ourselves. And if we can doubt ourselves, we no longer know who we are. We no longer have clarity on that. And by constantly questioning questioning us, they simply say, I don't think you present well. They tell us that 
these questions tell us that we're not good enough, at least for this person. We're not good enough as is. So be aware that critical thinking, skill development, as opposed to someone just being critical of you. And when this type of message comes from somebody that you love, that you hold in high esteem, a spouse, a relative, a friend, it can be especially hurtful, very confusing. And so what you learn is that they purposefully want you to cover your life. They want you to disguise yourself for one reason or another. I learned this story many years ago. Um, I've learned so much from this story. But the story of Jeroboam, you can start reading a little bit about him in First Kings 12, but um, the Jeroboams, that's how colloquially call them, you can pick up their story in First Kings 14. And in short, the king said to his wife, Arise, I pray you, disguise yourself um, so that you won't be recognized as Jeroboam's wife and go to Shiloh. And this story, when I read it um, several years ago, left me with so many questions. Why did he refer to himself in the first person? Why didn't he want anyone to recognize her? Was it because he was really afraid for her safety? If so, then why send her on a 20-mile journey to meet a man? A man that perhaps she'd never met before. As his helpmate, as his queen, didn't she have a right to know? Why she was being disguised? None of this was communicated. The Bible doesn't say that Mr. Jeroboam explained why or even that Mrs. Jeroboam asked. It only says in verse 5, that when she came, she, present, she pretended to be another woman. But because God can't be tricked and God will not be mocked, he had already told the Lord, I'm sorry, the Lord had already told the aging prophet Ahijah who the woman was that was coming and what she wanted. And so there are two great takeaways that I get from the story of the Jeroboams. And the first one is, comes from the 12th chapter, verse 8. And it basically says, those that you keep close to you, those whose opinions you value and you rely on, make sure that they're offering you godly and wise counsel. And then the second greatest takeaway I get from the Jeroboam story is be who you are because God will reveal it anyway. So I say to you today, be yourself. Don't hide it. Don't disguise it. Don't accept constant change, constant critiques, belittlement. Don't accept that. Be who you are. God made you to be. Let your light shine and be yourself. You have to know who that is. And if you don't already, I encourage you to go before the Lord and find out. Find out what your parameters are. 
so that you can set them. But God will, based on your history, based on your experiences already, how far God is willing to take you, how far along the edge he's willing to let people go in your life, in your lives before he steps in. Find out who you are so that you can be yourself more effectively. Because if you're constantly submitting to people's modification requests, you're never going to know who you are. I remember hearing a story or listening to an interview a while ago, and the person simply said that, you know what, take yourself out to lunch. Just go be alone with yourself in a public place and see how you interact, see what you like. Learn yourself, date yourself so that you can know who you are. This is how you gain your wisdom. You gain wisdom from experience. And this is how you gain wisdom. And remember to always ask the Lord for knowledge of who you are. Because God wants you to be yourself. He doesn't want you to put on any disguises for anybody else. He doesn't want you to lose your identity when you get married or lose your identity when you take on this job or submit to this boss or have this child or join this group. He wants you to be who he created you to be at your core. And at our core, we've been saying all month, you were created to help somebody else, but you can't help somebody else if you don't know who you are and what your helpful skill set is. Get before the Lord today and make sure that you ask and make sure that you find out it's important. It's important, it's important, it's important that you and I both know who we are and who we're not in this season. Things are about to pick up. God bless you.